0: Hey, you're listening to the Creative Pep Talk Podcast. This show is about commercial art, making a good living, and making great art. Woo! That is a tricky tightrope to walk, and that's why I've made hundreds of episodes uh, about that very question that that trial that test. Uh, My name is Andy J. Pizza. You can find me at Andy J. Pizza on Twitter and Instagram. And on the World Wide Web, if you type AndyJ.Pizza, and you will get my illustration portfolio, among other things. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank our syndicate, Illustration Age. You can find this show at IllustrationAge.com/creativepeptalk. Thank you, Illustration Age. Let's go to the sponsors. This episode is supported by In the Making. Yo, 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 it's me, uh, Andy J, pizza in the house, ready to bring a fresh steaming plate of pep to your doorstep. Uh, <laughs> i It's safe to say, listen, it's, it's possible that this is the most pepped up I've ever been before recording an episode of the podcast, so I apologize now for how ridiculous this episode just might be. You see, I've spent some time off. My in-laws from the UK have been here. We've been playing board games. We've been hanging out, having a beer, having a blast. Um, (laughs) and, And not to mention that I've started jogging again. And oh my gosh, jogging might be my favorite thing. I know that sounds crazy, and if I told myself that at age 18, I would have thought I was a complete psychopath. But seriously, jogging might be my favorite thing. I love getting into the zone, and I just start feeling at one with the universe. I feel growth and exploding beauty. Um, And honestly, I don't do drugs. So before you think, what's this guy on? The only thing it is is pure motivation. And... (laughs) Well, and caffeine, but not more than usual, so, um, but anyway, uh, (laughs) oh dear, Um, what have you got yourself into? Okay, so here's the message I want to bring to you today, the thing I want to talk about. Is 2017 a place you'd like to go? Is it a future that you want to visit, that you want to get to? And I want to talk today why that idea is so essential and so deeply connected to your productivity, to your motivation, and your drive. Your hope and your longing for the future is deeply connected to your present drive. So a few months ago, maybe like two months ago, I was helping tidy up the house and uh being the adhd person i am these mundane tasks really wear me down i know that's so stupid i get that it's uh, just the most privileged dumb thing to say but just tidying up drives me crazy i don't know why um i i can't i have no excuse for it really but um It drives me nuts, and I was tidying up, and I was just aggravated, and I was—I had no motivation to help. It was the weekend; I was trying to help out, pitch in, and um, you know, my wife chooses to be mostly a stay-at-home mom, and uh, that's been her dream uh, for her whole life, and she she loves it. But uh, you know, I I try to—I try to help with it, try to help with the house, try to do um, do my part, but I was getting so aggravated by uh, just lack of motivation and it was driving me nuts. And so the next day I had an idea. I woke up extra early on a Sunday and I took a long bath as I do sometimes, but it was like 6 a.m maybe even earlier, got in the bath and I just decided that the only thing I was going to do in that bath was (laughs) all the other things, (laughs) all the other things you could possibly do in a bath, Um, but the only thing I was going to do or think about or meditate on was I wanted to cook up a vision of my house that was exciting to me, Uh, mainly my living room. That was the, the the one that was kind of aggravating me the most at the time. I just wanted to in that uh, I wanted to give a water birth to a <laughs> to a vision of my living room uh, that excited me that 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 didn't aggravate me and didn't wasn't I wasn't just neutral about but that I was like raring to go to that I wanted to fight for that future. Um, Something that inspired me, and I'll tell you this: less than a week later, I had a living room that I could jump over a mountain. About that's how. (laughs) That's how. Honestly, I have a living room that is the living room of my dreams. There's and it's not. It's nothing. It's nothing special. Didn't cost, you know, thousands of dollars. It was just a coat of paint some reorganization, bought two pieces of furniture, put some cheap shelves up, just reinvented this living room from uh, the top down and bottom up. Uh, And my wife probably did most of the hard work because she's tougher than me and just generally a better person. Um, But I I coached her. No. (laughs) I put in I put in some hours, and I tried, and I I watched. I helped watch the kids. Just I'm defending myself, but the truth is, you know, uh, that she she kicks my butt in pretty much all ways. Um, Sophie is the best. So (laughs) I'm getting off track here, but in less than a week, I had a living room that has put a smile on my face ever every day since then, and it motivated me. And I've actually stayed motivated uh, much more so to uh, tidy it up and keep it nice and continue to um, you know, work on it. And this for me was such a clear picture of the power of a positive vision, a positive future, spending time and energy imagining a future that you want to live in and how that dramatically changes your attitude about doing the work today. So, today I wanna ask you this question. I want you to think about when you look over the next quarter, the next uh, half a year, the next year, I want you to literally imagine a compelling version of that, a version that Get you up out of bed in the morning to get working on it. That gets you up at 6 a.m. on a Sunday, sitting in that bathtub dreaming, and then jumping out of the bath and actually doing because you're so excited because you want to pull that future into now. Uh, You know, I'm really compelled. I'm, I'm not... Uh, super in the know. I'm always looking for more information about Martin Luther King Jr. He's a really interesting uh, historical figure to me, um, mainly, you know, obviously because he did amazing things, but also as a communicator that he was so brilliant at moving people, at stirring men's souls and women's souls. Um, <laughs> and uh just uh, you know, I love that, that he was this brilliant leader, and I'm so inspired by that. And I think that uh, you know, at that time in in the civil rights movement, there must be so much terrible things going on. And it'd be so easy. It's it was probably incredibly easy to get up in front of a crowd and say things are terrible and they need to change, right? Like that must have been there must have been thousands of people that could do that, that we don't know the name of today. People that would get up and say, I don't like it, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't want this, I hate this reality that we're living in. But I think the reason why Martin Luther King Jr., one of the reasons why we know his name and we celebrate him is because he didn't just say, the present moment is terrible, he said, Here's my dream of a future moment that my kids would play with their uh, the kids of the people that are oppressing us in the future and it was painting a picture that not you know when we if you get up there and talk about all the crap in the world it's going to move your soul but it it's going to crush it instead of compel it. He had a picture that made people want to grab their shovels and start working that day for that future because I want, they wanted to see that in reality. And I think it's so easy to point out how crap your current existence is and complain about it. But all of those words you're speaking they're actually crushing your spirit and they're going to actually make you further entrenched in the, cir- in the circumstance you are in today. You're just convincing yourself that the future is going to be more like it is today. And I think there's tremendous power in stepping aside, taking the time, and, and actually dreaming up a reality that's compelling to you. And I think that we're going to do an episode on goal setting um, very, very soon. We have a secret collaboration that we're going to do that's going to go into that. Um, But before we get specific about these are the exact things that I want to achieve, the first step to that and the thing I want to uh, encourage you on today is what's a version of my creative career? That, that would get me up out of bed today to work on. And that really being the litmus test, that's a real litmus test that says, what is a picture of the future that I'm so excited about, whether it's six months down the road quitting your job whether it's uh, you know two months from now getting in this seeing your work printed in this or that magazine whether it's featured on this blog whether it's X amount of downloads of your song whatever it is maybe it's speaking to an audience on stage at a particular conference whatever it is is there some picture is there some idea of a of a reality that gets you and I mean it inside actually excited. Like you're actually like, oh man, that sounds amazing. I gotta start working on that right now. You know, I think that we do this all the time in the opposite way. This idea of water birthing a vision <laughs> this idea of cooking up a future reality that we're excited about you already know how to do it you because you do the opposite all the all the time and it's called worrying i did a piece in my sketchbook not long ago you can see it at my instagram at Andy J pizza uh that said worry dreaming up a worse tomorrow today And I don't know why. I think it's kind of messed up. I don't know what's broken in our minds to where we, (laughs) you know, I think you scientific folks are going to get mad because, yeah, there's a purpose of worry. There is a purpose of, um, you know, it's one of the reasons why humans have uh, developed to the point that we have is that we have the, the foresight to think about what might go wrong in the future and plan for it. But the problem is, That'll only get you to survival. And when you leave it unchecked, it ends up crushing your spirit and crushing your hope for a better tomorrow. And I think it's completely and utterly true that instead of worrying, you can flip that same switch, that same thing going on in your brain, you can move that to the other side and start Worrying about a future that's much better than the one that you're currently living in. And I think about it like when you're packing up for a holiday. You know, uh, (laughs) this is a bit silly, but uh, you know, everybody's got grandmas, right? And uh, some grandparents' houses are fun for kids and others were not fun, right? And uh, let's say (laughs) there's a real difference when you're asked to pack your clothes and get prepared and go on a road trip. There's a real difference in the way that you feel about packing and traveling when you're going to fun grandma's house or you're going to grandma's house where you can't touch anything. There's a difference in the motivation. There's a difference in the feeling when you're working towards that end. That car journey is exciting and positive and you can't wait and you're happy to travel. But when the destination isn't a place you want to go or you're not sure you want to be there or you're worried that it's going to be crap, you're not willing to put in the work today. Packing is... uh, (laughs) <laughs> packing is disgusting, it's, it's the worst thing, it's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to roll out of bed to pack. And so if you don't have an idea, if the future isn't a place that you want to go, don't be surprised that you're not being disciplined to put in the work today to get there. And anything, I I genuinely believe any significant achievement that you want to see in your creative career is going to require some packing and traveling to get there. And the only person that's going to make that happen is you. And ultimately, I kind of believe that people do what they want to do at the end of the day. In their free time, in the time that you get a say over, you're going to do what you want to do. And for me, the best way to make what I want to do line up with what I need to do is to paint a picture of the future that excites me. And so I genuinely believe that the core difference in dramatically successful creative people, people that Uh, have giant breakthroughs in their creativity, people that get amazing clients under their belt, people that stay relevant for years and years and years. I genuinely believe that those people, one of the core things about those people, the people that are, are motivated to make lots of work in their spare time, to continue to create, to continue working, the people that don't get crushed when they go through a, down season when a, when things trail off and they're not getting as many jobs as they were the month before I'm convinced that the number one difference between the people that go on to kill it and the people that get crushed are are is this one quality and it's the idea it's the belief that they have the ability to dramatically change their future. They have the ability to collaborate with the universe on what their fate ends up being. You see this all the time. You see this in the book Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. Episode 71 of my podcast goes into this hardcore, the idea of the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Do you believe that you can grow? That you can make things happen? That your effort will pay off? Or do you think that everything is set in stone? I just listened to... I listened to Sam Jones' podcast a lot. It's really good. He interviews um, a lot of great people from Hollywood... And I feel like he picks people that have that growth mindset on purpose, people that are real go-getters, that have made things happen in their career, that don't wait to be picked, but make things happen and, and, and pick themselves and show people how they should be used in their creative work. And I think, uh, I don't, I'm not super familiar with her, I think her name's Greta Gerber, uh, sorry if I'm mistaken, I'll link it up in the show notes and fix that, but um, She's in a new movie called 21st 21st Century Women. It's a new movie by Mike Mills. And she talks about, around 15 minutes in, about when she wrote her first project that this moment really, really clicked. And she said it was like uh, the, the fog moved away from the mountain and she could see clearly that she could sit back and wait for something perfect to fall into her lap. But as she looked around, that only happened like winning the lottery. It was pure luck, whether that happened to people or not. But the people that were consistently kicking booties were not waiting for someone else to to give them the future that they wanted. They were sat dreaming up the future that they wanted, dreaming up the roles that they wanted to play in a movie, and then doing the work and writing that movie and then making it happen. And I just want to challenge you right now to change, to attempt to change your beliefs. I remember how hard it was when I was first getting started Is this personal work paying off? Is this, you know, am I just spinning my wheels? Am I a hamster wheel just making stuff and it's never going to change anything? Is this practice going to pay off? And if you're in that spot, I just challenge you. I challenge you at the the first step is the right belief. And I'm not talking about some crazy, you know, uh, you know, esoteric, like, just in your heart. If you get it right, everything else will come into play. I'm not saying it like some mystical mantra. I'm saying that if you believe in gravity, you act accordingly. You don't jump off a cliff. And if you believe that you have the power to work towards a future that you're excited about, you will do the work to pull that future into the present today. It just it spurs on from that belief. It just that belief explodes into the future. And I think uh, you see this in that Steve Jobs quote. Uh, There's a video of him talking about, there was this moment in his childhood when he realized that this world that he lives in was created by people just like him. And that you actually have the creative potential I really believe that creativity, creativity is at the core of humanity. I feel like so much uh, of the of the crap in the world is trying to get in the way of creative acts. And dreaming up a future reality that you is not yet, that you want is one of the most creative things you can do with that creative energy. And that world that you're going to live in a year from now, sorry for hitting the mic, the world that you're going to be living in a year from now, you actually can dream up today and work towards. My friend Kyle Sheely, he's uh, become a good friend of mine. He's a a, uh, speaker, professional speaker and maker of cardboard worlds. And his thing is very deeply connected to if this current world that you're living in doesn't inspire you, create one that does, even if you have to create it out of cardboard. You should go check him out on Instagram. He did this crazy astronaut cardboard guy that's just completely insane. It's, a, it's really cool. Go check that out. And so... <clears throat> Here's my challenge to you of how to actually make this happen. Schedule it. Look at your next week, not your next month. You can find two hours to do this, and I don't mean uh, casually. I mean literally. When I woke up to dream of a new living room, I have a dream for a new living room. And (laughs) and I actually literally, the night before, thought I'm getting up and I'm going to spend an hour in the bath imagining a a living room that's so exciting to me that I'm willing to work hardcore to make it happen. And I'm not going to get out of the bath until I'm pumped out of my mind to make that happen. And so here's my challenge for you. My challenge is this. I want you to go schedule some time Schedule some time to really dream up an exciting creative career future that gets you out of the bath painting those walls. This metaphor is something I go back to over and over again, but it's like, you know, the daily grind alarm goes off, brush your teeth, go to work click your mouse or move some boxes, whatever, right? It's so mundane. And it's like if you were learning guitar and just every day you were just learning another chord, no clue of why, why am I learning this chord? Oh, a C chord, oh, this chord's really tough to learn. Where's your motivation if you don't know what song you're trying to play? And so as you think about this year, you think about 2017, I want you to have an idea. I want you to dream up a beautiful song that you wanna play, that you're willing to put in the time day after day to learn those tough chords that are gonna get you there. And so, really, I want you to schedule it. Maybe it's a walk in the woods. Maybe it's a hike. Maybe it's a early morning bath. Maybe it's a late night bath. Some of you have got kids. Some of you are uh, stay-at-home dads that have kids that have don't have a second. Right? And you, I get it. But I can almost guarantee you that, you know, there's somebody in your life that you can say, look, I wanna spend a little time with the self-care. I need some time uh, to, to, to get my head around a picture of the future that I'm so excited about pulling into now that I'm gonna work my booty off for. I love the word booty. It's the best, it's my favorite word. Uh, it's not my favorite word, it's my favorite word for your butt. that's the way I want to (laughs) that's the way I want to end this episode Um, (laughs) man I'm really tempted to alright let's do it alright I hope that puts some pep in your step for 2017 I know it did for me uh <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway listen I'm gonna be opening applications up for my MFBA online course soon so look out for that uh, thanks for listening spread the pep all over the place and man I can't wait to share with you I've got I've got like five or six weird collaboration things and cool stuff happening behind the scenes that I'm just... Super pumped to share with you, and uh, you'll hear more about that in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and being so sweet to me and to the pep talk. Do whatever it takes to stay pepped up. And I forgot to mention that... (laughs) That was a false alarm. And I forgot to mention that you can find this show at illustrationage.com slash talk. Thanks to Yoni Wolf and the band Y for our theme music. And thanks to my man, Nate Utesh, and uh, his band, Metavari for all the other tunes. Thank you, guys. Now I'm really meaning it. Stay pepped up.